Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody, this is Lloyd Spence, and football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is betonline.ag. Man, you can clean up at betonline.ag. Did y'all hear about that dude that was streaking in the Super Bowl? Streaked and paid the fine of $1,000, won 374000 Come on, y'all. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. And BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine, just like streaking in the Super Bowl. And, of course, the 24-hour online casino. So head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. But don't go streaking. It's not worth it. Tell them the noisemaker sent you. You are now listening to Believe in the ACC with my husband, Mr. Talking Noise, Lloyd Spence, and our brother, Heisman Trophy and Florida State legend, Charlie Ward. And now, Lloyd and Charlie. Go get them, fellas. I don't know what just happened there. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it in uh, post. <laughs> There you go. Charlie, what's going on, man? Kendrick, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. How y'all feeling tonight? Charlie, I listen. Bro. We're here to pick you up tonight, Charlie. We're going to pick up your spirits tonight. What happened? How's well, that? Well, because Charlie, we, I don't, well, I, I shouldn't say it. You should say it. I mean, you, we give a weekly update as how your teams are doing. And so oh. I want to, you know, I, I don't think I'm the right person to say this part. Let, let, let the record show that I didn't bring any of that up. <laughs> you know what? All right. You know what, Kendrick Haskins? You know what you're not going to do? Go ahead, Charlie. I'm sorry. We interrupted you. It is a report of our team. Um, we uh, didn't have very many of these, but we had it at the wrong time. Yeah. Uh, the one and done season. And uh, the one time that we uh, slept slipped up and uh, didn't play our very best basketball we lost so but it was a great great learning experience for our guys um, especially the ones coming back and also for guys who, who are seniors that uh, you can't just go through the motions and expect to win games uh, especially in the playoffs the team we played was hungry uh, they played really really well and actually former uh, teammate. His team, James. One of your Collins. former teammates? Yeah, James Collins at Florida State. Oh, wow. That's the second time he's beat me, and now I'm trying to get him on a schedule. Uh, <laughs> he said, I want to see you a little earlier. <laughs> I'm chasing him. But, uh, I like it. I like it. That's just the way I guess I am. Well, you know what, Charlie? I like it, and I like the fact that you're using it as a character-building moment. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up, because I, I recognize – that uh, these things happen. And I know, listen, if you like me, and I'm, I'm sure Kendrick is the same way, uh, the only thing I like lo- worse than losing is losing to somebody I know. Yeah. 
Because they go, because they go, they go be, y'all gotta see each other. We gonna see each other. Hey, remember that time, man? Gone, man. Gone, gone. Yep. So, you know, I get it, man. But listen, we all been there. It happens. Uh, but y'all gonna be all right. Y'all got a good team. Y'all have a really good team. You got some great pieces coming back. I think your day is coming. I, I really do. I really do. They okay. got a great coach. They got a great coach. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited for your future, man. So I'm I'm sad for you, but not that sad. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, but now I will say this. Um, your Seminoles and some of these other teams in the, in the, in the uh, ACC, the secret is now out. I don't want to hear nothing else about secrets. There's no more secrets about your Seminoles. I don't want to hear nothing else about secrets in the, in talking about in the in the ACC, especially Florida State. They are they are, and and I'm I'm almost at that same point with the women because hey, the Florida State women showed out the other night. Yes. So Florida State women have given U of L women problems for yeah. years now. That's not so. That's not even a, a new thing. And Charlie's laughing because he knows it. All the secret stuff. We ready to put an end to that tonight. So uh, the games that we just saw, we're gonna play a little game of secret truth reveal, secret truth reveal, I should say, or false narrative created. So when you think of that team, was this? When we see this team now, is there, is there a secret that's been revealed or a false narrative that has been created? So now, is this a truth being revealed that North Carolina is 45 points better than University of Louisville men, or is that a false narrative created? 45 points better? No, there's nobody in the conference that's 45 points better than anybody in the conference. <laughs> I mean, that was just I mean and, and this is one of those things where I turn it over to Charlie because Charlie as a player coach and anything it because you know I turn anything over to you as when it comes to on field or on court stuff you haven't played a game in 19 days you haven't had a full five on five practice in that 19 days and you're barely practicing in that 19 days and your first game back is on the road, whether it's at North Carolina. It doesn't matter if there's not fans in the in the stands, but it's at North Carolina. It's at a conference foe. How difficult is that? Well, it's definitely um, difficult. I mean, you, you think about – let's just go back to the, the, the beginning of the football season when Navy – was it Navy? Navy played um, BYU. Yeah. I think yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and I mean they got shellacked. I mean it was like the game wasn't even close. And Navy chose to try to follow the protocols and do all the necessary things to keep their kids safe. And you know that was their decision, uh, but it showed. Um, and they didn't have full practices. They did the individual, you know, small group things and no tackling, and it showed. And so I just think um, when you are in that situation, uh, when you have um, that going on and you don't have that camaraderie, uh, that unity, um, it, it's going to show. 
And when you play a team that they they just game off a COVID pause, but uh, they were at least they at least had a chance to play one game before I think Louisville uh, right. they their game, and so they had they had a chance to get their rhythm. And that matters. They just, they just yeah. took advantage, they just took advantage of the situation, um, you know that that was handed to them. And I think Louisville will be uh, much better the next outing. Um, and I just think these are the things that will uh, may, may be helpful in some form or fashion, uh, maybe not 19 days, because by that time, that season will be over uh, if this happens in a tournament. But at least if someone is going into a COVID, has a COVID pause before the tournament, then they at least know how to find a way to at least get a few practices in or, or something before they decide to play. Is 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 North Carolina in? I think North Carolina and Duke. I think both teams are going to eventually get in the field. Uh, they're both playing well uh, right now, and I do believe that they'll uh, find a way to get into the field. If they're 500 or better, they're, they're in the field. Okay, all right. And, and and part of the reason why I threw it to Charlie because you know you know Lloyd because I'm I'm here in Louisville right so I'm dealing with Louisville fans that's like losing losing their minds over that loss and like yeah I mean that depth that big of a deficit is kind of it's kind of alarming but you haven't played it's a team that hasn't played since February first they have not played a game since February first. And their first game, and granted, North Carolina is not the North North Carolina we're used to, but it's still it's a road game in the conference, yeah. And it's North Carolina, and like it kind of drove me crazy because it's like people that I know that I respect their basketball opinions that were losing their mind, and I'm just like, I'm just, I just I defy anybody to, 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 to lay off of doing something for 19 days that you do as a routine and then come back on the 20th day and do that thing well. Right. And and, 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 saying, and, and integrating another player because they brought Malik saying, Williams back. I was going to say, now, <laughs> we have talking about you're integrating another integral part back to your team and you haven't had a chance to practice with that guy. Like you're right. just – you're just tossing them in the mix and saying, "Go figure it out." It's, I they, I'm surprised it wasn't by fifty. I didn't think they would win the game if I'm being if I'm being perfectly honest with you. There's them. no way on earth that you could think that they were going to win that game. Right, I didn't think they would win the game, so they did exactly what I thought they would do. So I'm not disappointed, not even a little bit. And nor will I let it define their season. So I'm I'm totally okay with that. Now they, uh, they have two they have two big blowout losses and both of them are coming off long COVID. layoffs because of COVID. Yeah, so that's that's where we are right now. That's the society we're living in. Um this one I'm, I threw this one in for Charlie because I need him to recognize that we know what's going on. The secret truth has been revealed that this is a legit final two potential team. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. We all know now. Coach, I heard Coach Ham today on the radio. And Coach Ham said that, you know, he is just so elated that Florida State is getting an invite to the ACC. <laughs> Did he say that really? Did he say that really? The invite to the ACC tournament. 
you know, he he's competing, working to compete with the Blue Bloods, and he's just like, they're just like so excited to, uh, to get an invite. To he the, is to working the, there, baby. And, and they're going to do the best they can to win the conference and all those types of things, but they're just grateful to be there. Wow. I'm just quoting what, wow. Coach, Ham, what Coach Ham said. Well, he is he is he is he is in his Nolan Richardson bag right now, just working <laughs> working the narrative, boy. Just listen, the team that I've watched play, I don't know how you're gonna stop them. Man, let us let us just get the invite. No, 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 Great for the invite. No, Charlie. No, no, no. I'm, and I'm gonna show you something here. I, I love how Charlie is sticking to this underguard, uh, this underdog. Let's keep it keep keep them on the low. No matter how many good teams they beat, <laughs> nah, nah, bro, that team is for real. They and are like Charlie says, Coach Coach Ham is keeps trying to um, preach this new bloods against the blue bloods. Florida State ain't no new blood. <laughs> the, the the rainy ACC champs are just glad to be there. Yeah, they right. The, the team that was good back when I don't know the guy below me on this screen <laughs> was I'm competing for a conference championship. <laughs> help, help us, Lord! Help us, Lord! Help us! As, as my mama would say, "Help us, Lord!" We like um, we like fights to the ACC tournament. Oh we, my God. we just we just wait for the wait for the envelope in the mail. Oh my goodness! So, so we can get that invite. So let's let's, let's just move on, shall we? Shall we? Let's, <laughs> let's just move on, shall we? I think, I, I think we all know what that is, right there, uh, Mister Humble Brag. I'm gonna get you a shirt that says Mister Humble Brag. Uh, we gotta get him. A, we have to get him that shirt. Um, <laughs> with the with the seminal with the seminal head on it. With the seminal head on the front. <laughs> front and a chop on the back, right? <laughs> uh, secret truth revealed or false narrative created that Duke is better than number seven Virginia. I mean, they got the win. I mean, that's, that's a close game. So, uh, as I said, Duke is playing much better. Um, I think they got, I wouldn't say a distraction, but they, they got some clarity now on the guys who are going to be there uh who's in um and those guys you know are bought into what they need to buy into and so they were prepared and ready to play the game against virginia i mean it was just obvious um, um and they played well played well enough to win the game you know it was a one-point game it was a you know basically back and forth type game and you know that is what you kind of hope for if you're Duke uh, that you could, you know, pull this win out just to get back on the scene. You know, they're, now they're in talks of being on the bubble and all those types of things and the first four next to the four out, you know, all this kind of stuff. But I think if they're 500 um, or above, uh, they're going to get in just because they're Duke. Exactly, and like if if they because I think if they win Saturday, because because Louisville travels to Duke on Saturday, if Duke wins that game, they're going to they're going to bake the tournament. Yeah, even if they don't win that game, I still I just can't see a scenario where Duke doesn't make the tournament. Yeah. I just I just don't. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially with a winning record. If they can keep a winning record or 500 record, I think yeah. they're in. I, I'm going to tell you, that to me, the most impressive thing is that they were able to block out all the ridiculous noise coming from uh, Jalen Johnson and coming from uh, Coach Beheim. Because I, I, I thought, I thought Beheim went past the line. Like that's I, you know what though? I, the way I looked at that was like he knew something. That's why he felt comfortable saying that. He probably said something that Coach K couldn't say. Oh, so you think he was dropping? He was speaking. I oh, mean, come on. Bayheim's Bay, 175 and Coach K's 180. Right. <laughs> so, no, they, so obviously they talk. And it could have been one of those things. And and I don't want to put words in either one of their mouths, but I kind of feel like that was the kind of a thing where Bayheim was saying what Coach K wanted to say. Bayheim doesn't say that without Coach K's approval. That's that's how I look at that. Well, well, to that point, K, Coach K hadn't said much about it. I haven't heard him say much about it. Exactly. That's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> we all know the game. We all know the game, the media games that that get played. Uh, I just, I just hate he said it. I listen. Uh, well, you know what I really loved out of that situation more than anything. I just love to hear Jay Billis rant. Right. I love to hear Jay Billis rant. And Acting so, like he doesn't know the same thing that we just said. Right, right, right. And Jay was <laughs> smooth off. So I was like, I'm here for Jay Billis rants. I'm, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Um, but we all agree Duke is probably not better. Well, you know, oh. hard to say though, because I'm gonna tell you something. Virginia is frustrating to me. Yeah, like Virginia is still with a national championship under their belt. Virginia is still a team that can lose to a Sweet 16 or to a 16 seed right now. I definitely feel that way. They right now, like it would be nothing for them to lose to another 16. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know what Virginia is. I never know what Virginia is. Right, because there's one of those teams that they, they're so good defensively that, you know, they're in every game, but it's one of those things like it's so hard for them to score that it doesn't take that. If you can just hit a couple of shots against them. If anybody gets hot, they can lose. Anybody gets hot. So I, I don't know what the G is. I, I like to think that that was a false narrative, but I don't know. I'm kind of on the. I'm kind of. That's, that might be a push for me. How about this one? The Louisville women have been exposed. I told y'all. I told y'all that when they lost to NC State, a a team with size, good size, not just size, but good size, is athletic, and can hurt them from the perimeter. Is going is is their bugaboo, and it's not. It's not really a a knock on them. It's just, that's what it is because their side, the, the size that they have is young and not that, you know, not seasoned. And so that's the, that's what's going to give them problems. And that's going to be their bugaboo going forward in the NCAA tournament. So their, their run is contingent upon their, are their young people growing up fast and maturing. That's what it sounds like you're saying. Well, they, if, they, if their front court can mature, they can win a championship. If not, then they might be out. I don't. I mean, I I love them. I love Jeff Walls. Jeff Walls is love Jeff. Jeff Walls is one person who can make me laugh more than anything. But 
I I just don't see them winning the turn winning the championship this year. Just oh wow, wow, that's a big change from where we were earlier this season. No, I felt that way once once they lost that NC State game that that changed my whole opinion. Yeah, because I thought I thought they had a chance, but when they had an active big who could step out and give them problems, I'm like, okay, NC State has that, Florida State has that, UConn has that, Stanford has that, (laughs) and I mean, if you have an active big that can step out and make shots, that gives them a world of problems because their bigs are not that. Well, it was Charlie Ward's Florida State's women's Seminoles that gave Louisville these fits. So, Charlie, what say you? Um, you know, congratulations to the Lady Seminoles <laughs> for uh, <laughs> against Louisville uh, on yesterday. And I got an opportunity to uh, text Coach Brooke. And I look. I was looking at the numbers. Do you know that both teams shot like thirty some percent? Oh, it was awful. It was a rock fight. <laughs> it wasn't a pretty game. It was not a pretty game. And, no. and they shot like twenty some. You know, each team took shot like less than twenty five or thirty percent from the three point line. Right. So I asked Coach Brooke. I was like, um, you know, what what did you do well? But they shot the free throws well. They attacked them and they got offense rebounds. I was like, hey, something had to give um, or something had to happen in order for you to be able to shoot, you know, 25% or whatever it was from the field. You had to have offense rebounds to be able to get multiple baskets to get to the number that they got to. Um, and that's ended up, I mean, that's what ended up happening. And Louisville couldn't score either. So apparently their defense must have been somewhat good or Louisville, you know, was just off. Now, my girl, Dana Evans, um, hopefully I'm saying her name right. Yep. Uh, she was what you call a volume shooter on yesterday. Yes. She was five for 21. Right, <laughs> and and I, I'm not very I'm not very good at math, but that's not a good percentage, and that means that she shot a lot of shots. That she, <laughs> if she doesn't have a good game, they're going to struggle. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's bottom line, and so it's just unfortunate that all the weight has to go on her shoulders. But that's one of the reasons why I preach to my kids. You don't want to be on a one-man or two-man team because yeah. you're you're the one that's going to have to share, uh, you know carry the, all the all the burden, all the load, and yeah. you're going to be. The weird thing with them though is they're not really a one-person team because yeah, Dana's they go as Dana goes, but they have other players. The problem is the other players that can contribute are young. She's the yeah. only senior on the team. Yeah, and so. They it's it's one of those things where they're so young they don't realize that they could you know step up, and so it's it's not like it's not a talent thing it's a it's an, it's an experience thing. Yeah. Well, here are the two stats that stand out to me to, to Charlie's point: 
Dana went one of nine for three points, three pointers. The team went three of 20. So if you're going to live by that, <laughs> they and that's the other thing they live and die by the three. Those, right. I mean, they can they can knock it down from the perimeter, but if they're not, Ooh, that's brutal. Three or twenty, that's, why, that's brutal. That's why I feel about Alabama and the SEC. I'm like, yeah, it's they great don't really scare you. Yeah, it's great when it works, but boy, when it doesn't, when it doesn't, it, 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 <laughs> oh, there's no recovery. There's no recovery. Uh, the last one before we take our quick commercial break. The, the the number one team in the country, even though it, it says it's UConn, but the real number one team in the country could be NC State. Secret truth revealed or false narrative created? UConn's always going to be UConn. And so that's – I don't care how bad UConn is during the regular season. Until somebody beats them in the postseason – they're the team to beat. I don't care if they're, I don't care if they're number fifteen in the country. <laughs> they're the team to beat. <laughs> that's so hard to argue against. That's so, that's so hard to argue against. Charlie, what say you, Charlie? What say you? Surely you have an argument against that. Uh, I mean, yep. it's hard to argue UConn. Uh, you just, I mean, they, they they're always in the Final Four. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's hard. Right. You know, that someone before the final four is going to beat them if they're on the one line. On the seven line. <laughs> it's still UConn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I you look at the NCAA tournament last year when Louisville was the higher seed, but yet they had to play UConn in like near UConn. I can't remember where exactly they played that game in the tournament last year, but it was near Connecticut when Louisville was the higher seed. It's still UConn. And so they're always going to be one of the, the, the toughest out in the tournament. The one thing about UConn is the one thing you used to be able to say about Duke. Now, you, it's not necessarily – it's definitely not true this year. And it's usually – it used to be true all the time. They don't beat themselves. No, themselves. You have to go and figure out a way to beat them. You have to beat them. You have to beat them. They're not going to do dumb stuff. They're not going to be undisciplined. They're not going to not play team basketball. You have to go and beat them. And how many teams have that kind of discipline, top to bottom, to go and actually beat them? There are very few. You can count. I was. You can count. I was at the game when Louisville beat them in the in the Yum Center. And I mean, it took a mammoth effort, and then that was the same year they lost to them in the tournament yeah. because they had an Asia Durr. Right. <laughs> she went off because they had a play. And Dana Evans can go off, but the thing <coughs> is, Dana Evans was on that team too, and she was coming off the bench because that tells you how loaded that, that Louisville team, team was. was. Yeah. yeah, and and they and they, you know, it takes a lot to beat Gino Oriyama. Yeah, it just takes a lot. But having said that, NC State has – they are a great team. They are a great team. They handled South Carolina on the road. They handled Louisville on the road. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see what they can pull off. Charlie, you think you give NC State a shot against UConn? 
in a straight up uh, match, neutral floor? I think so. I mean, yeah, at, at that point, um, I think they have, you know, inside outside presence. Uh, and so they have depth. And I think that's uh, a good recipe, regardless of who you're playing. Um, and I think, uh, you know, just like anything else, if you're shooting it well, hitting shots, playing very good defense, you give yourself a chance uh, to compete at a high level. Um, and if you have playmakers that can make plays late in games, um, I think you have a chance as well. And I think NC State has, you know, all those um, things covered. Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come right back. You're listening to Believe in the ACC. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Mr. Noise, and I'm trying to tell y'all what's going on with our newest sponsor, eBay. Now, whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to top the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verifies the box, logo stitching, and a dozen of other inspection points. And each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. You can't beat that. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. That's ebay.com slash sneakers today. It's eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Tell them the noisemaker sent you. We are back, believe in the ACC. That's Charlie Ward uh, down there below us. If you're watching us on YouTube and Facebook, that's Kenny Haskins over there looking. Uh, and, 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 and Charlie's got some signed tennis shoes that he wants to sell. But those, <laughs> those tennis shoes, well, I'm have tennis shoes, but they're going to have to wait a year. <laughs> you can always sell your shoes, Charlie. <laughs> Pretty good value now. Sure, they would have been higher, but they're, they're going to do quite well right now, too, Charlie. Well, we we are going to go uh, to the state championship game. I'm going to tape my guys. Oh, nice! So that they can see uh, the arena and see what playing in a state championship game looks like, uh, so that we can prepare our hearts and our minds for our run moving forward. That's so, good, Coach Charlie. Maybe I'll right uh, be able to sell those shoes I wear to get shoes to the, to the game. <laughs> so wear those shoes and then bring them back signed and then we'll put them up on eBay. Take a picture while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> and then technically those will be your state championship shoes. <laughs> yes. There you go. Uh, the rankings came out. Uh, here's what I'd like to discuss. Florida State, number 11 in one poll in the AP, number nine in the coaches poll. And if I'm if I'm being if I'm being honest, I think the coaches got it right. 
They don't usually. Know. I, usually, I lean toward the AP because the coaches the poll. Get it right, but I think the coaches got it right more so. Than usually, the coaches poll is some intern mo- <laughs> right, making right. their vote. Exactly, exactly. I, I was thinking the same thing, but I think the coaches have it right more so than the AP this time. But Florida State is number nine. There's the coaches poll saying number nine. Yeah, the coach both said number nine. Uh, Virginia Virginia's at number 15. Virginia Tech is 16. Louisville, North Carolina is still on the outside looking in. Who? You and said, Duke, obviously. You um, said, well, when you lose by by 50 or you're damn near 50, like you're not going to be. No, no. <laughs> you're you're going to be on the outside looking in. I have this question. Yeah. How North Carolina, I'm sitting there looking at them. They're 14 and 7, I think. Mm-hmm. And they're eight and five in the ACC. Okay. You think if they win two more games and be sixteen and whatever, I think eight said they lose a game somewhere, and they go into the tournament, maybe win two two more games. How they're not going to be out? No. I, I I would argue that they're probably not out now. I don't think Carolina's out of the tournament. Yeah, I think Louisville, I think I, I really to be honest with you, I think Louisville has a little trepidation. I think tomorrow's game at Notre Dame is a big game for Louisville and their whole and their tournament. Yeah, I think Louisville better start stop screwing around. If they if they want, yeah, they they need to stop screwing they, around. And it's not like because I think Louisville it, if you if you put a top sixty eight, I do think Louisville is in the top sixty eight. But when you have two 40-point losses on your schedule, even, I mean, regardless of the situation when they both of those are coming off of, you know, COVID stuff, but, like, nobody else – I mean, other teams have come off COVID stuff but didn't get, you know, housed like that. Michigan has not gotten housed like that. Right. And so, I think – I really – I think legitimate Louisville's on – Probably on the bubble more than North Carolina and maybe more. Louisville plays Notre Dame tomorrow and Duke on Saturday at Duke. And so I think those are huge games for them. They have a chance to rewrite the ship with those two games. Yeah, Louisville's definitely trending in the wrong direction. And I think what makes it worse, and it's not their fault, but it is their circumstance, is that they postponed so many games. So they may not. Are they going to get a chance to even make up those games? Probably not. So right. now, at this point in the season, you're not making making up any games, right? So there, so you are. So it's 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 so right now you're sending in that game uh, the other day sent a message that your eleven and five record is not a legit eleven and five. So that right. eleven and five looks very different than North Carolina's fourteen and seven. The people just came off a twenty day layoff. Well, maybe hey, no, no mercy, man. You, 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 no mercy. I'm just saying, but, 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 but forty five points though. And I listen. I agree with what you're saying that it's unfair, but it's the circumstances because you don't have because there's no wiggle room to make that up now. You're not going to go back right. and play those games. So and you can't go beat a Virginia. You can't go beat a Virginia Tech. Well, Virginia, I think, is still coming, right? Is that still coming? Yeah. 
So that one's coming. So you do have a chance there to possibly rewrite the narrative a little bit on you. But the Virginia Tech's gone. So you don't, you're stuck. I mean, for Louisville, I mean, I just feel like they they have to win one of these next two games, either Notre Dame or Duke. They have to win one of those two games. If they don't win either one of those games, they're going to have to make a run in the ACC tournament. Because you got teams like, the team down the road from us at Kentucky, who is a big, bigger draw nationally television-wise, because right. I mean, at the end of the day, the NCAA tournament is a TV show. They've won three straight games, just one at number nineteen Tennessee. Right. If they if they mess around, win out, they pro- I don't think they they actually they might win out because the rest of their regular season is against you know the bottom feeders of the SEC. If they mess around and win the SEC tournament, oh god, that's going to take a spot from a, an at-large team. Yeah, and if Louisville's, you know, muddling around losing these games, they Louisville needs to win some games. Florida State's good. <laughs> how, about this? How, about this? how about Louisville, Duke, North Carolina, all finish with the same record? Who you taking? All right. You got one or two spots. Two spots. But it really depends on who's playing the best at that time. I think North Carolina's in. I think regardless. North Carolina and Duke get in because it's a TV show. Well, that too. But yeah. <laughs> definitely, I mean, if you if you have one spot, then it's whoever's playing the best at that time, and more than likely it's going to be North Carolina or Duke. North Carolina, right? Yeah, I think Louisville's in a real real spot right now. They they got a lot to. Try to figure out in the next few days. So, uh, what on the women's side? NC State is number two in the nation. And Louisville dropped to six. And Louisville dropped to six. Syracuse and Georgia Tech still rising, but not quite there yet. But the, the NC State's are legit, and I think NC State is legit number two. Yeah, they beat South Carolina and Louisville on the road. On the road. I think they are legit number two in the nation. I think they are legit. So I, I don't have any issue with that. You guys have an issue with that? Not at all. Uh, all right. No. So we got a big week coming up in the another big week coming up in the ACC. Uh, it's going to be very inter- interesting to see how this week unfolds. A lot of critical games. Uh, on the men and women's side for this week. Um, anything you guys got any predictions going forward this week? Um, I need my Lady Seminoles to beat Notre Dame so we can go to nine and six in the ACC and keep us trending like <coughs> in Georgia Tech. Okay. Which is possible. Yeah. Is that game at Notre Dame or is it at Florida State? It's at Notre Dame. Mm. But I was just sitting here watching, uh, looking at the standings, and Notre Dame is sitting six and six. Um, They, they don't play well on the road, but they play much better at home. Play good at home. They're, they played well. Actually, they played well at Louisville. Louisville – U of L had to make some shots down the stretch to win that game at home against Notre Dame. And crazy thing was Louisville, 
They had their senior night last week, so they had to play three straight road games to end the season, and so, which is weird. <laughs> but that that trip for your Knowles at Notre Dame, that's not going to be an easy one for you, Charlie. No. Uh, none of the games on the road I, are easy. I, I think it's all they, weird at this point. They, they won by five points. So you don't want your you don't need your Seminoles to beat Miami. That's not a big one for you. Your man Seminoles. Yeah, they need to win all games, so we can keep getting our so we can get our invite. The game. <laughs> He's so silly. The we game. Can keep our invitation open. Huh? I said so we can keep our invitation open. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'll tell you the game I'm most looking forward to this week is the Florida State-North Carolina game. Because North Carolina has been playing much better. But I, I think and, – and, and by the way, you're going to get everything uh, that North Carolina has to offer in that game. But you're also going to see really what Florida State it really is in that game as well. Because – if they can go to the Dean Smith Center and win that game handily, as their record suggests they should, I, I think you're looking at a team that – I think that solidifies it for me. I I just want to see us, uh, you know, against that type of team on the road uh, be very, very competitive um, mm -hmm. and actually, you know, have a chance to win the game because – that is one thing um, I know we've kind of struggled with um, over the years is playing these types of teams on the road, and we always come up eight points, you know, eight-point loss, uh, nine-point loss. And so I just want to see us be able to be right there in the midst and also be able to, you know, have a chance to win the game against a solid team. Um, you know, they're solid. I don't know what the difference is from home and and on the road, but we do play. We haven't played exceptionally well. Most of our, our losses have come on the road, so uh, we had a couple at home, uh, but that's that's not normal. I I want to start a new segment before we end off on this Monday. We'll only do this on Mondays, but I, I, I it's an interesting segment for me. I call it this week's non-ACC question. Because we have Charlie Ward here, and it's not fair to just confine him to ACC quarters. The guy played, <laughs> the guy played in the NBA, for Christ's sake. Goodness. All right. right. His, and his his former team, the Knicks, are playing on, as good as they've played since he was there. I'm just saying. <laughs> so he's got a wealth of knowledge as it relates to all sports. So I got to ask him this question. And with you being a coach, I think this is a great question to ask you tonight. Here's tonight's non ACC question Was Cam Newton wrong? <laughs> hey, I heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> The crazy, the crazy part about it is, I mean, I, I understand the kid perspective, um, and I definitely can see a competitive, <laughs> a grown man, adult, um, athlete, um, doing what Cam did. Um, however, I don't know if it would have been a, a serious moment 
uh, but definitely a, a moment of um, heckling in a sense. And so I don't know, you know, if if Cam really meant what he was saying um, or, you know, I know if it was me, I wouldn't have said anything like what he said, but right. I would have gone back at the kid in a joking, heckling, because if he was heckling me, you know, I would have probably been heckling him. Just fun, loving type deal, but not <laughs> Cam, Cam went he went all in on the man, didn't he? I was going to say, it didn't feel like a loving moment in that. I didn't see a kumbaya coming. Yeah, he was like, when he just kept saying, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't even blame Cam in that. I'm like, you're a kid at this man's camp. Right, what right. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Potato, man. There are two things that you can become in these moments that the kid did not realize. You can become viral or you can become <laughs> infamous. Right. And I think he became infamous in this moment. Because I don't it's like it is like Emilio Estevez. I can make you famous. I can make you famous. <laughs> right. and, and here's what he didn't realize when he was doing all this. Number one, there was a camera in your face. There's always a camera in your face. You have to know that as an athlete. And number two, that's Cam Newton. So guess where this is going? Right. To every media outlet in the in the world. Congratulations. Right. So I, I mean, I you know, I coach kids and they, they do say some of the darnest things <laughs> like <laughs> just just like okay, uh there aren't any adults in the room, like right. they'll just right. say whatever. And so I mean at this point now, I mean I'm kind of used to kids saying anything, uh, just being disrespectful uh to 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 adults, whether they're in the room or not in the room, it doesn't matter to them. Um, but that is just, that is just, I don't know, disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially when it's Cam's camp that you're a participant at. You're literally wearing a shirt that Cam Newton paid for you to be in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have just a little bit of self-awareness. But then I fought Cam, though. He he, he should have just made it a fun-loving deal. Um, he could have changed the narrative a little bit and kind of saved the kid, but I, I, I the kid killed his career. Like, is there – a college coach will see that video and be like, I don't, I don't need that here. Whatever. Uh, if that kid's a five-star recruit, that kid's going to that college. I don't think he will. <laughs> I don't think he is, though, because when Cam – Yes, he him, will. No, but listen though. When Cam yes, he asked, will. But listen, what happened though? He, he will. Said, no, when if he's Cam a five star, kid, if that kid, because looking at his size, he looked like he's probably DB size. If that kid is a five star shutdown corner, it Kendrick, don't matter how much trash he was talking to Cam Newton at Cam Newton's camp, Alabama, Florida State, Florida, <laughs> Miami, USC, I, Auburn. <laughs> All of them are going to offer that kid, and they're not going to think anything about that video. If anything, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we can show that on ABC when we're playing in the, in the national title game. <laughs> I, I will respectfully disagree. And the reason, and only, only on this one point, when asked what did he do today, the only response that his whole team said and his coach was, he's fast. 
They didn't. They didn't comment on his play. They didn't comment on what he did. They 15. just said he's he was bad. what fifteen. He's what fifteen. I'm just okay, but okay, Charlie. <laughs> I, Charlie I would defer to you. In your life, have you ever uh, been asked about another teammate, and the only comment that you said about him was he's fast? <laughs> Well, they probably being true, truthful, and um, they probably was being respectful. Uh, so they wouldn't. Uh, maybe they didn't want to say anything else about the man. Maybe that's all they could say was he was fast. That's all I'm saying. And he's also 15. So guess who else they're asking? Other 15 year olds. <laughs> they're not exactly wordsmiths at 15. I respectfully disagree with that because <laughs> I, 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 I coach 15-year-olds and they would give you their opinion about someone. <laughs> so uh, it, it, it could be a teammate. And so mm. they have to know <laughs> one, way another, one way or another if that player can do X, Y, Z. Um, and so – like they'll say, if you have a, if you have a big kid on your team, and he's there, and they ask you ask him, what about this kid? And they say he's tall. <laughs> There's a difference between he's tall and he's fast, though. <laughs> it's just one word. Man. Is it though? But is it though? Yes. Because if yes. he's tall, he can't do anything else but be tall. <laughs> That's a pretty clear decision. Because if you're fast at 15, you can be good at you can learn other stuff. If you're tall, if, if the, the only uh, analysis is this that you're tall. That's like big country. He I'm, was tall. Just, <laughs> on, the, on the football field, uh, if you get the word he's fast, that means he should be probably running track. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was saying. You said it much better than I did, Charlie. You said it much better than I did. I'm just saying. And I will defer to Charlie Ward on that one. <laughs> he runs great routes, or he gets out of his break quick. Uh, he 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 can he runs the deep route, runs the deep route well, um, catches the deep ball well. I mean, give me some other things outside of just he's fast. The specific question was, what did he do today? That's what Cam asked. Their response was, he's fast. <laughs> I still will say, I will still say, if that kid develops. That's probably true. That, I can't argue against that. If he develops, if, if he develops into more than he's fast, it won't matter that he was he was clowning. He, he was, was trying to clown tall. Cam Newton. Maybe he'll need to be fast and tall, and then and then he has a shot. <laughs> Maybe he needs, he needs to be able to tackle uh, or cover or do something. Right. Or catch. Or Maybe. catch. You know, Dave Easy usually can't catch. <laughs> you got to add something else to his resume other than tall. That's all we're saying. <laughs> or fast. <laughs> I'm if just the kid develops, he's 15. He's, he still has three more years of high school. <laughs> That's the word he's, right. Nobody even said that. He's a beast. 
Just give us that. If he say that, that makes me at least a dream. Now, if he was a beast, then he wouldn't have been on that. <laughs> he wouldn't have been on that cloud. That's, 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 that's all I'm saying. Because most guys that are really good say nothing. Right. That's been my experience. The, the that's real- been my experience in life, yeah. not even just in athletics, just in general. Yeah. They don't brag on themselves. That's what the tape is for. That's what that's what other people are for. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I just thought that was an interesting non-ACC question. So there you go. We'll, <coughs> we'll try to throw it's one. Funny. Yeah, it is funny though. It is funny. All right, <laughs> gentlemen. What is, what's the rest of your week looking like? All right. I know we will be back on Wednesday, but other than that, what else we got going on? Uh, I'm doing exit meetings. This week, <laughs> Charlie, don't Charlie. These are times. I don't mean any laughing. It's just the way that you said it, Charlie. Exit are good. We just had an early exit meeting. We weren't expected to be meeting this early about next year, um, okay. but it happened. But it's good for us because uh, I mean, you know, it's not good, but. It's a good eye-opening experience because our team, we need a little humility um, as, as it, you know, part of God's plan is, you know, you learn from each experience. And we had gotten to a point where I think some of the guys um, kind of got to the point where they felt like they were bigger than, uh, than teams we were playing. And this team here, they're just, I mean, they just got a bunch of dudes, dogs, meaning they play hard for the coach. Uh, they're not going to be your most skilled guys, but they're just going to play hard. So not more talented. No. It's dogs. They, they just, they are, <laughs> they're inner city kids. Their coach oh. takes them out for making like the, the, the craziest mistakes, and they know it. Yeah. They run, they're running like three or four guys in at one time. Wow. Uh, course of that game. Uh, wow. Because I don't know why, but they were just running them in like every two minutes, if that. And none of these kids, maybe one or two, may go to college to play basketball. Wow. And, you know, for our guys, it's a great experience because we got like two guys that are four stars I told you about. We got two kids that already signed to go to college um, with a third uh, being recruited, you know, um, as well uh, to go to college as a senior. And so I tried to warn them, you know, they were looking at the rankings and we were climbing the rankings. We were number one team in the state and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, hey, (laughs) be careful what you ask for, because when you're on top, People are going to be coming after you. Yeah, you're going to get their best game. You got to be on your best game all the time. You can't have any lapses like we had, and we got beat. And so for me, it's just, you know, I hate that we had to go through this experience, but I think it's a great eye-opening experience for all of them because a couple of the guys we talked to today, they were still in shock. You know, not that, not that we, well, we lost, but how we lost. Um, and so that's just, you know, life one-on-one, you know, and I said, I told him we got to learn from this experience and try not to repeat it, you know, moving forward, but learn from, from it. 
because, I mean, them cats, man, they were the guys who were four stars. They were like, okay, we're just going to challenge you guys. And they did. And so we didn't respond very well to it. So it was a great life lesson. But I just want to, um, my final thought would be, um, what's my, what's my lady? Morgan Jones. I need, yeah. I need my lady Morgan Jones. She had 26 points. She bought a move. Uh, 10 rebounds. She had a double, double. All right. I need her to continue to play that way along with everyone else, but definitely my lady Morgan Jones, kudos to her and the lady Seminoles for beating U of L, but we need that to continue um, moving forward, especially on when, on Thursday against Notre Dame. Um, and then we need to finish out the, the rest, re regular season playing at a high level. We just can't play, can't be that hit or miss team um, if we're planning on making making a run. You, you know what might help, Charlie? A surprise email from Charlie Ward. Just we'll, we'll, have Coach, we'll have Coach Brooke on. Uh, Wednesday. And, oh, uh, okay. So we can send our message through Coach Brooke. There you go. See, <laughs> message from Charlie Ward will go a long way. <laughs> he takes his victorious <laughs> Even yes, in have... water, he's a humble brag. I mean, what is going on? <laughs> he's out of control. He's, he's out of control, stop. man. This is <laughs> where we are. This is where we are. Well, we'll be back to do it all over again. Wednesday, you heard the announcement here with Florida State women's coach. We'll be with right. you. So come join us. We'll be here, right here on Believe right. they played a They played a great game on, on Sunday, and, and they have a they have a big a big test at Notre Dame this week. Should be a good one. Should be a good one. We get, we'll see you guys on Wednesday. You have been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward and Lloyd Spence. You can tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on the Believe Podcast Network, Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere podcasts can be heard. You can also watch Charlie and Lloyd on Facebook, on the Noisemakers page, and on YouTube, on the Noise Media YouTube channel. Please like subscribe and follow on all our platforms and we will keep taking you inside the ACC. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.